Welcome to my Wednesday show, The Dark Side of Your Authenticity. You know, if I'm coming to you on this show, a third show in a day, it's usually an extra show that involves me giving you a little bit of extra insight. Uh, Obviously, as you know, I'm a little bit more low-key on my dark side of your authenticity because, look, man, I'm going to tell you about the bad and the ugly in my life. This is a show dedicated to the bad and ugly in my life. The Dark Side of Your Authenticity is about attacking the dark things that happen to you, the bad, the ugly, the things that make you question why you're doing what you're doing. And the dark side of your authenticity is really exposing those things, shining a light on those things, and being okay with that shit. Being okay with all your fuck-ups, because that's how you create success, right? And so the dark side of your authenticity for you how this helps you out is because I am being authentic by being vulnerable to you and by showing you my fuck-ups. There are not many entrepreneurs that will do that. There are not many entrepreneurs that will tell you where they fucked up, why they did what they did, and here's how you can help. One of the ones that I follow that oftentimes will say, hey, yeah, I fucked up here, is Gary V. Gary V. often talks about how he fucked up on, you know, how he should have purchased Uber. And how he was doing great at YouTube in the beginning and quit YouTube and then tried to jump back on and it was really hard. So I want you to really understand very few entrepreneurs will expose themselves so that they can actually show you how to create success. Social media is littered with a bunch of quote unquote successful people or gurus. And these are people that are just showing you their championship banners and they're not exposing any vulnerabilities so they're not authentic they're fake i'm authentic when you hear me talk about authenticity that means i am willing to show you the good the bad and the ugly in my life i'll give you 99 percent of who i am not a one percent hey that's privacy man there's some shit you don't need to know about me but i will give you more than most people will and i just don't give a fuck I don't care. When I say I don't give a fuck, I I don't care to expose my vulnerabilities. I spent 37 years of my life hiding behind a facade of bullshit. And so now I'm going to do the exact opposite. I started my entrepreneur journey in 2015. And um, look at the title. Talks about no goals, no vision, no focus. I was going nowhere. And I'm going to tell you how... I decided to make that change and why. So the dark side of your authenticity is about me exposing my bad and ugly. And this is about me helping you understand how to bring the bad and ugly to light, how to highlight this and not run away from it and how to make positive change. Now, the difference between this show and all my other episodes that I put out, the authentic positive mindset warrior is a challenge that I put out at the beginning of the week every Monday. And when I put that episode out, is to challenge you. Now, this the this Monday's episode was about, um, it was about uh, what was it about? I should know. Oh, the ninety day rap sheet. In other words, ninety days have gone by. The end of the first quarter is next week, and um, it's time to review that. 
Well, today is pretty much the opposite of that. It is, well, what if you didn't, if you didn't have any goals? What if you had no vision? What if you simply don't even know what you're doing? You're just sort of on autopilot every day. I used to be that. So let me expose who I was and what I was about and why um, I created my entrepreneur journey, why I started just doing what I'm doing right now, and that's coaching. So first, let's go all the way back to 2015. Now, I want you to understand the reason why I always talk about 2015. That was the year. In fact, the date was October 7 of 2015. I had... um, Worked at a uh, school district, Schaumburg School District 54 um, in Illinois. And I was a crisis intervention assistant, CIA. It's a fancy word or a fancy little, you know, a moniker for just basically someone who um, goes into classes, helps troubled students, removes troubled students if necessary, and, you know, helps them, you know, dial it down and so I had an incident with a student it, it, it wasn't egregious it was a minor incident that resulted in my resignation and so at that point I remember being in the parking lot and saying to myself you know what this is not this is not what I want to do I'm tired of jumping from nine to five to nine to five I'm tired of being in Jobs that are with people that don't care about being better. They just want to get paid. And in the process of getting paid, they, they, they just exist. They exist at the job. It's like, you know you have to go there to get paid, but you're not willing to do more than what is required. So I found myself around a lot of average people who just, they didn't even live life. The funny part is a lot of these people would tell you, you need to live life. And, and they're just going through the motions. And for me, I was like, that's not me, man. I'm, I'm not a nine to five guy. You know, I was getting told what to do by bosses and supervisors that weren't doing what they said they wanted me to do. I'm like, this is ridiculous. This motherfucker's getting paid more than me telling me what to do, giving me a hard time. And I'm already working hard, but they ain't doing shit. It didn't add up to me, man. And I got tired of It wasn't like I was insubordinate. I got tired of being bossed around by people that were lesser than me. And so I I always used to say to my mom, I would call her on the way to work uh, because the job was an hour and a half away. So I would call her and say, Mom, I'm not a nine to five guy. And the funny part about that is it was fact. It wasn't like I was one of these, you know, kids these days that just sees entrepreneur as a cool title. And I was like, I want to be an entrepreneur. No, it wasn't like that. I just knew I'm not a nine to five guy. I'm not that guy. I want to feel like I have purpose. This is me personally. I want to feel like I, I, I am getting up and, and I thrive. To, you know, I'm excited to do what I want to do. And even though I liked the teaching field and what it gave me, I just wasn't excited to go to work with lames, people that didn't have any drive. And I just, I could not stand just doing the same thing every day, getting the same result with no real possibility or drive for growth. So when I resigned, I remember being in the parking lot and I said, you know what, everything that I've, I've been told has gotten me here. Go to school, get a degree, get a good job, get benefits, get a salary, get secure, right? And all that shit landed me with 
three kids. Um, we were renting a house that we could barely afford. I was broke and like unhappy. And I was financially losing. I felt like a fucking loser. And I said, I can't live life like this, man. It's got to be an easier way. Because what I'm doing has gotten me here. So when I resigned from that job, I had a talk with myself in the parking lot for about two hours. No, it wasn't two hours. About probably about an hour. Because I sat there just thinking like, this is fucked up. I lost my job. I have three kids. We got big ass bills, you know, and I felt like a loser. And so at that point, I got really clear and started asking myself yes and no questions. This was, I was at my lowest point. I was like exhausted through, I didn't know what to do. I didn't, you know, when you got kids, man, it's different when it's just you and your wife or you and your girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever. It's just y'all, you know, it's one, it's one person. When you got fucking kids, these are mouths to feed and they don't understand how the world works and you have to get money. You got to come up with results. You know, it's almost, it's not about you. It's about your family and real dads don't run away. Real moms don't run away. So in that fire, man, I just had to sit there and get real simple and say, you know what? Um, am I a good dad? No. Am I a good husband? No. Do I want to work another nine to five? No. Do I want to become an entrepreneur? Yes. Do I know how to be one? No. Do I want to be a multimillionaire? Yes. Do I know how to do that? No. Am I willing to do whatever it takes to do that in my life? Become a multimillionaire? Yes. Um, and I would continue asking these questions. Now, this is important because I was very clear. There wasn't, well, yeah, but, well, I kind of want to. There was no gray. It was black and white. And I learned at that point that I got really clear with what I wanted. Even though I didn't know how to get it, how to do it, how to start it. I was clear with what I wanted. That's like 70% of the battle. So when I talk about no vision that I had a vision in my, in my car that I was going to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know how now before that you have a vision. We all have a vision. We do, but we bury it in our subconscious. So when you're out there and you're buying the TV that you want or the car that you want or the shoes that you want or you're just buying shit that you know you can't afford but you want it, that's your subconscious saying, yo, I really, I desire this kind of stuff. And when you're buying it and you feel like you deserve it, that's because you're reinforcing um, the dream that's in your subconscious. You're reinforcing that. But you haven't brought it to light and you haven't clarified what you want. You just said, I, I want a nice car. And so when you see a nice car, it usually gets triggered by somebody else has something that you want. And then you feel like you got to go get it. Now, when you're clear on what you want and you're focused, you're not bothered by somebody else getting what they want because you're focused on what you want. You have a clear vision. You know exactly what to do to get it. So I said a lot there. Before um, 2015, I was I had no I, I wasn't clarified. I'm just stumbling over my words. I had a vision. I did not bring it. I did not bring clarity to it. I didn't sit down with myself and actually say out loud or even write down what I wanted. And once I got clear on what I wanted, 
I got clear. I wanted to be a multimillionaire. So that made it clear. We're not going for just jobs to make a couple thousand dollars here or there and just to pay bills. We're going for millions. I don't know how to do it, but at least let's start in that direction. And that didn't mean that I was not going to get a job. It meant I was going to do whatever it took to get to that point. So when I say asking yes, no questions, that condensed the, the amount of energy that I, that I used on thinking. And that also condensed my time frame in decision making. Because when you have no vision or you do not, let me, re, let me rephrase that. When you have a vision, but it's buried in your subconscious, it's like driving, you know, if I said, yo, drive to my house, it'd be like driving west, but you don't know where you're going. Yeah, you can drive to Idaho, but Idaho is big as state. So you don't know exactly how to get where I'm at. But if I gave you my address, you would know exactly how to get to me. So when you have no vision or excuse me, let me repeat that. When you have a vision and you're not clear with it, you can go in that direction, but you're going to just kind of meander and, and easily, easily get off track. And that was what was happening to me in my life because I thought that. Getting a good job was going to get me what I wanted, which was actually to have good, you know, uh, lots of money. But I never clarified what lots of money was. And I never clarified what even job I wanted. Just as long as I had something that was making me a lot of money. So I didn't have a vision. I finally created one in the car. Now look at the next part of the title. It says no vision, no goals. <laughs> I had no goals, guys. I, I, I remember I would say this and I'm ashamed to even say it. I would say, I don't need to write down goals. I have it in my head. I was fucking dumb. I mean, I'm talking, how can I have goals? But I don't, I don't write them down or I don't look at them. I, think about that. The quote that I always think about when, when, you know, stuff like this pops up, people don't want to write stuff down or even thumb it out in their phone. Out of sight, out of mind. Out of sight, out of mind. Your mind retains information that it feels it's important. Anything else is out of sight, out of mind. So, me saying, yes, I, I, you know, I have it in my head. It's bullshit. The only reason why I would say that is because I got defensive. I got defensive a lot. If somebody questioned me about what I wanted to do, all of a sudden now I'm going to try to recall some shit that's in my head that I'm not even clear on. So I'm going to give some vague bullshit answer. Well, what do you want to do with your degree? I had an art degree. Well, um, you know, I did a little bit of graphic design and, you know, I, you know, I tried my hand at art or something. I was bullshitting. Bullshitting so that I look like I know what I'm talking about when I have no fucking clue what I'm talking about. And so... Instead of being clear with myself, I'm selling bullshit to people. And then what's even worse, I was believing my own bullshit. That got me nowhere. So the first thing that I did was uh, start writing down goals and paying attention to them every day. Start writing down what I wanted to accomplish and getting clear by asking yes, no questions. This is important. Yes, no questions. Yes, no. Not giving answers like, well... It may be, coulda, woulda, shoulda. Well, if this happens, then no, man, that's gray. It's ambiguity. You can't predict that bullshit. But you can have a definite direction if you say yes or no. And the cool thing about yes and no is that it gets you a more 
defined response. It's clear. It's exact. We know exactly where we're going in the path we're going to take. The reason why most people don't come up with uh, a, a definite path is because they lack commitment. And that was my problem. I lacked commitment. As long as I had an option or a way to get out of something I didn't like, that an escape route, if you will, then I was always good with that. That was literally how I did everything. Let me just have an escape route. That's why when people are like, I need a plan B. I'm like, you, you, bro, you're not going to make it here. You know, and you have these idiots that they'll say, well, everybody has a plan B and C and D. No, not successful people. Here's what happens. Successful people say, yo, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do whatever it takes to make this shit happen. Period. End of story. Unsuccessful people say, well, what if that doesn't happen? Well, you adapt, you change, you deviate, you make things better. You figure things out until you get what the fuck you want. It's not about, well, if this if this happens, then how do I change to go get something else? No, man. And so that leads to the next thing. If you're planning B, C, D, and E, and F, then you are ultimately, you have no focus. You, you have none. If you drove out to where I lived, the focus is to get to the destination, my house. Not to get off on every exit to look at this and sightsee here and do that. That wastes time. If you're coming from New York and you're coming to Idaho and you're getting off on every destination, sightseeing and bullshitting around, it's going to add time to your destination. Now, one might say, well, it's the journey and have fun and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but bro, get to the destination. You can have fun after you get what you want. And that's what people don't understand. And that's what I didn't understand is that I just kept creating, I would have no vision. Then I have a, a vague goals and then I would just have no focus. There were, and when you have no focus, you have no motivation. There is no drive. And that was my problem. I had no focus, no drive. So I would say stupid shit. Like I need to be motivated. If you say you need to be motivated, that's a clear indicator that you have no focus. You have no focus. Here's the funny thing about focus that I learned is that when you have focus, you are tunnel, you have tunnel vision, man. You literally are like, yo, I see that thing and that's what I'm going for. You ever driven fast on a highway? <laughs> I'm 43, but I did a lot of stupid shit on the highway. When you're driving fast, you're, you're, you're literally looking hundreds of feet in front of you, anticipating things that happen. And it's not that I'm not promoting driving fast. I'm just telling you a story of my stupidity as a young kid. And I would be sitting here anticipating what cars were doing, how to get in and out of lanes. It's not like I was swerving like a movie, but I want you to understand what I was saying. What I'm saying is that my my focus was so far ahead of me that things that were happening behind me or around me were irrelevant. And if something happened, I was able to just quickly change a lane. That's what happens when you have focus. You're so focused so far ahead of you that nothing that's around is you got blinders on, bro. Nothing around you impacts you. So what I started to do was have stronger focus by getting clearer on my goals. Once I did that, I started um, substitute teaching. And I had a different mindset. I said, literally, in that parking lot, I said, I know how to get here. I know how to get a job. I know how to be broke. I already know how to do that. Let me do some shit I don't know how to do. So that means I have to do a 180 of everything that I've already learned. I have to 
unlearn everything. So instead of showing up to work a few minutes late, I started showing up a few minutes early. Instead of being the no man, I became the yes man. Instead of saying, that's not a part of my job description, I started saying, how can I help? Presto, I leveled up quickly. I, I wasn't reading books. I started reading books. I had no morning routine. I got a morning routine. I had no focus. I created focus. I had no goals. I had goals. Once I did all that, things started happening quickly, much quicker than they ever did in my entire life. And they were moving at light speed. And then I realized, I said, oh man, okay, now I see what's happening. And so what I started to realize was in order for me to create success, I need to have a solid morning routine where I give back to myself, time to myself. I need to have a, I need to have goals so I know exactly what I want to achieve. And then I need to have focus on how to attain those goals. Now, the best way that I attain my goals is to reverse engineer. So whatever goal I want, I reverse engineer. I start at the finish line and I say, okay, what do I need to do every, you know, every quarter, every month, every two weeks, every week, every day, every hour? I reverse engineer down to the minute of what I should be doing. Now my focus is clear on what I need to do every single day, no matter what. And think about this. I have four kids. I have no time. So I have to create the time. So I started getting up early. I started sacrificing certain things. And presto, again, leveling up. So I want you to know that this episode is all the dark moments that I went through. Bro, I, there, when I started my entrepreneur journey in 2015, I started with the mindset. Yo, I'm an entrepreneur. I got a job. That's practical. You need money. Then um, we moved out here. I learned commitment. Commit first, figure the rest out later. I heard that from a Grant Cardone book called The 10X Rule. I, I, I advise you read it. It will help you do 10 times more activity than you're doing now. And you'll realize you haven't been doing enough. When I heard that commit first, figure the rest out later, I was like, I can do that. Commitment is easy. It just means you made a promise to yourself that you're going to see yourself through the good, bad, and ugly. You commit first. You'll figure it out as you go along. My problem before I changed my mindset, before 2015, I was trying to figure it all out first. And then I'll commit based on the results. <laughs> So once I did that, I came to uh, Idaho in 2017. I was working on my business or I was trying to really figure out what I wanted to do. 2018, I had to work for my buddy. I helped him start his moving company business. And then I got a knee infection in 2018, knocked me out of the sky. 2019, um, I, I think, yeah, I helped another entrepreneur start his business. I was getting paid doing my thing, but then I had to take a night job at Best Western out here. And then 2020, last year, is the first year that I actually started to work for myself and things started to build and I had clients, etc. And ever since then, I've been good. So now, why do I tell you that? Because even as an entrepreneur, I've still had to go get jobs. It's called practicality. It didn't mean that I sucked or I didn't know what I was doing. I just have a focus that I'm going to work for myself. And anything that's going towards that focus is literally a stepping stone that's going to get me somewhere. So whenever I got a job, I was like, you know what? I, I need to either be here to find someone, like network with someone. I need to be here to impact someone. Or I need to be here to learn something. That's my outlook on getting a job on my entrepreneur journey. And so 
I never felt like, oh my God, I have to have a job. Oh my God, I feel like shit. Don't get me wrong. I had moments where I was like, damn, man. But my mindset was always this. I need to make the same amount of money as an entrepreneur doing my thing as I do from this paycheck on my job. In fact, I need to make double that in order to quit this job. So I always had the mindset that if I'm at a job, I'm here learning, I'm here networking with someone, or I'm here impacting someone, but I'm still focused on what I want to do. So to wrap this episode up, the dark side of your authenticity, we're tackling the bad and the ugly. That's the bad and the ugly of my life. And it hasn't been smooth sailing. There have been times where I've borrowed money from my grandfather. I've borrowed money from my brother. There have been times where we've had to pay, you know, we've been very late on stuff. You know, we've been at the 11th hour with bills and things look bleak as fuck. Nothing was pretty. This has been a long journey. But look at how I've been with my mindset on social media. And I'm not fake. I don't have time to be fucking fake. I have no energy for it. I don't. So when I talk about I had no vision, I didn't. When I talk about I had no goals, I didn't. I had goals in my head, but that shit, out of sight, out of mind. And when I talk about I had no focus, I had none. My focus was just to get a good job so I can have enough money. And I had no focus. I finally got a vision. I wanted to become an entrepreneur and work for myself. I finally got goals. I want to be a multimillionaire. So I started towards that direction. And I finally got a focus of how to do all this by just staying consistent, being committed, and still going. If I can do it, you can do it. It's not about whether you can. It's about whether you will. So make that your option today. It's your boy Fred Blumenberg on the dark side of your authenticity every single Wednesday. The extra episode on my podcast, Be Authentic Zone. Make sure you subscribe to my podcast because I have content every single day. And please share this with someone that needs to listen to this good message. Guys, I love you. Be blessed. I will see you on the other side. Thank you.